Spoilers straight ahead. More ruined. More Welcome to a follow-up showdown, showdown follow-up. Re, 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 redo! I'll explain what that means in a minute. This is normally a podcast where we give ultimate sequels to movies without them, but sometimes we do special episodes like this where we talk about sequels that have come out in franchises that we've already talked about. That franchise is The Rocky One, and that movie is Creed Three. By the way, I'm Paul Getz. I'm with my co-host, <laughs> Lauren Picorni, and my other co-host, Audiovorce award-winning writer, Travis McMaster. Wow. We're knocking things out at the beginning of the show. Let's get our minute with McMaster. Oh, oh uh, the mm. other thing. Okay. The redo that I referred to is we've already recorded this episode once. We we recorded it directly after seeing Creed 3 last Thursday night. And no. GarageBand has decided it's out to get me. Um, more on that later. Um, <laughs> Check the next episode for more on that. Yeah. And so we are having to record our thoughts one more time. We did have a guest with us last time, our beloved Mario Kali Moon, and he did take over the minute, but he didn't do that well. So let's see well, if I Travis thought, can outdo he, him. I thought it was a valuable lesson to to, to he and the listeners for uh, how surprisingly challenging the minute can be. Yes, he got ahead of him. He skipped the second act, worried he was running out of time, and then had too much time and just blabbed after that and missed key points. So yes, it it is a difficult thing. But I think just for having promised it to Mario, I think I will play his theme for this minute. I love that. Yeah, okay. Travis wasn't up to the task, so Mario had to be. Travis, are you ready to tell us everything that happens in Creed 3 in one minute? I think so. Okay, go. We open with Adonis's uh, retirement fight against, oh, the fella he fought in the first movie. Can't remember his name. Mm. Oh, Donnelly or something. Mm. Uh, beats him, uh, retains his heavyweight fight title, uh, retires. Um, he's going on to train the next, uh, the next heavyweight champ at his gym. <laughs> He is visited by a ghost, well, a man, from his past, Jonathan Majors, who um, they, they came up together in um, the, one of the foster homes or orphanages that they were in together in the system. Um, Jonathan Majors ended up having to go to jail for an altercation they were both involved in. Donnie did not. He went on to become the heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, and Damon has been in jail for 18 years. He comes out. He wants a shot at the title from Adonis. Adonis, feeling guilty, gives him that against the advice of everyone in his circle and Damon beats up the the new champ so hard that he has to go to the hospital. He becomes the champ. Uh, oh, but there was he was he did it in an underhanded way. He like messed up someone. Shoot! Yeah, yeah see, yeah. that's what Mario was worried about. Right. I right. didn't even get you gave us the full second act. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Only we had his third act. Right. We put them together. Oh, damn it! It's gone. Okay. Well, the third act is the classic Rocky third act of the fight. Uh, Adonis comes out of retirement, fights Damien. Damien. Damien, a.k.a. Dame, and wins. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, then, and we'll get into more specifics as we talk about the sure. movie, I'm sure. So before we get into it, I'm going to pass it over to Lauren for her thoughts because she has to go to work. Lauren, take it away. Alright. <clears throat> okay, so I thought Creed 3 was a really, really good movie. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I thought it's some really cool stuff. The climax fight was very, very unique and true to the past climax fights really fit in there perfectly. Um, I was very distracted the whole time by no Stallone showing up, and I feel like it was a little bit weird and a little bit disrespectful to not include Stallone. It seemed like there's some bad blood there, so maybe it wasn't unavoidable. I think that there was a couple key things they could have done to make the movie a little better. One would be handing over the reins from Rocky. Two would be establishing that Creed theme that's very good during the height of the fights, like the Rocky theme used to punctuate. If they had done that, that really would have been amazing. Yeah, I look forward to watching it again. I can't wait. Beautiful. And um, definitely what we need to get is your updated Rocky rankings and where Creed Three falls in right. them. So like a goober, I um, got rid of my list, but if you will refer to the previous Rocky episode, my rankings are as they exist with Creed 3 at the least favorite position. So that's like ninth now? Yeah. Ninth. Nine. So, yes. Currently, that is my ranking. And uh, I just want to jump in. You are sure about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Say something nice about Jonathan Majors. Uh, Jonathan Majors is tremendous. Thank you for reminding me. He did an excellent job in this movie. Uh, his assuredness and unflappableness was truly um intimidating he's a very good uh opponent for um for adonis uh and damn he is cut (laughs) (laughs) ouch good lord (laughs) (laughs) okay well we don't want to take up any more of your time than we have to but please if you want us be here be here we love you i do have to go okay (laughs) (laughs) all right Thanks. For more from Lauren, head on down to Dave's Hot Chicken. Bye, hon. No, don't do that. Lisa. Don't, don't oh, do that. Yeah, leave, leave her alone at Dave's Hot Chicken. <laughs> so let's update our Rocky rankings. We know Lauren's. We don't need to get into Mario's. It was a <laughs> mess. But Travis, please, well, I, where does Creed 3 fall? I put Creed 3 quite high. I actually have it as uh, third. So I put Rocky first because it's the first one you have to honor that. There if, are no others okay. at it. Rocky Balboa is second because, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it is the best one. I absolutely love that. And I would actually throw Creed 3. It's pretty fresh in my heart right now. Mm-hmm. But I would throw it in as third. I had a phenomenal time with this movie. Okay. Mine... Uh, controversially my last on the list was four and second to last was five um i do need to double check my math on that i have to admit i know that my reasoning for that had to do with four having been built up and not living up to my expectations and five being so knocked down and exceeding my expectations so i believe that does factor into where they ended up on the list because of apollo's death Existing in four and how much that informs the Creed movies, I am going to, without reviewing, reorder things and put four above five, putting five last. However, now with Creed three, I am putting that second to last. 
just above five. And below Rocky Four. And below Rocky Four. <clears throat> Stay tuned for updates after I rewatch Rocky Four. <laughs> but I am closer in line with Lauren in that this was one of my least favorite Rocky movies. That being said, I cannot emphasize enough. I don't think any of us can, that there are no bad Rocky movies. This is a good movie that I liked very much and enjoyed the experience of. With that in mind, let's start with what we liked. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go? I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, So I went into this movie very, not hesitantly, because as Paul says, this franchise has never let me down. Mm. I was pretty excited. But for Creed's story, um, for Donnie's story, in the first movie, it was him proving that he didn't need his father's name to build his own legacy. The second movie was him reconciling with his father's life and death. I wasn't quite sure what we could do with his character, what this fight could mean. Um, and then based on the trailer, I was like, that seems like pretty good, but it also does seem like he's just putting his, letting his pride get the better of him too much. Hmm. Uh, but then in watching the movie, I thought that they did a really great job um, with the two characters weaving that that very tenuous kind of like, it's very, very difficult to look at a, a millionaire with a beautiful family and, and all of his dreams come Rockstar true. star wife. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and go like, oh, you got to get in that ring and do it, though, man. But mm-hmm. I think that the heavy character work that both of those actors did and the writers, and of course, Michael B. Jordan as the director, mm. really, really sold that for me. Everything else I say will probably be just some version of, oh, I liked the way that they presented this scene, that final fight, of course, or yes. Jonathan Majors is a, a shock wonderful uh he's incredible in this one as he is is in um everything i've seen him in so it's just going to be sort of me throwing flowers and then maybe occasionally you know agreeing with something paul says that's less than positive but by and large my number one favorite thing is the character work that these two guys did and drawing it through that movie and just keeping me engrossed the whole time Mm. and the music yes and the costumes yes all excellent. Mm-hmm. All excellent. My, mm, I, <laughs> I immediately want to like get into, <laughs> well, you know, I don't quite agree with the negatives, but we say we're doing positives first. Things I liked the absolute most included these three. One, Adonis running to the top of oh. Griffith Park, the Hollywood sign, as the new Rockies run up stairs uh, in Philadelphia. Yes. Beautiful moment. Brilliantly done, a really cool turn for this is, these are the Creed movies now, this is the new, and Los Angeles being the place they are so firmly set. (laughs) Outside of even that, both fighters in this movie are proudly from Los Angeles. Jonathan Majors representing the Crenshaw area, district, whatever. And that was the point, actually, going back to what Lauren said, at which she wanted for them to be using the Creed theme, but they did use the Rocky theme. In that, that would have been scene. a nice moment to have the Creed theme. It would have been a nice well, moment. Well, yeah, more on the Rocky theme and Rocky when we get to dislikes. Yes. My number two thing, also already referred to by Travis, the fight, the big fight. And there's a, I mean, it's great in general, but there is a section of it in the middle that is very artfully, personally, brilliantly done by Michael B. Jordan um, in which the crowd disappears and you see just these two men in the ring and the color shifts and changes. Jail bars come down at mm. one point. They do all kinds of uh, very specific imagery and really just make it, you know, this very personal moment of conflict, which the whole thing is very personal. Uh, as Mario pointed out, Creed's battle in this is his own exclusively. He has to get past the guilt Um, and the feelings of what he owes this man and what this man might owe him. And that is sort of the major battle of the film outside of the actual fights. And so uh, that 
section of the fight is uh, easily the most artistic thing they've done in a Rocky movie, in a Rocky fight. And it very much sets it apart as its own thing. Yes, uh, I'm nodding. I'm trying not to interrupt, but yeah. I'm nodding very much. Oh, no. Yes. And feel free to interrupt. <laughs> uh, you, well, you specifically referred to it as a graduation yeah. for this series. Yeah. And yeah. more on Rocky not being there in that graduating moment. But in that yeah. the fight in particular, it is the most artistic thing we've seen in a fight in the Rocky movies. The closest we've come has been Rocky Balboa's all black and white mm. with splashes of color fights. And a little bit in the Rocky Five street fight, we get some really fun, colorful memory moments with Mickey. But absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. This is almost like... I, I don't it's know why I'm saying a Stephen piece. King fight without yeah. any horror in it. I don't know. It's it's yeah, a statement piece. It is because I I, de- I definitely think it's making as is the whole premise of this movie. It's making a bigger point about society in general than mm-hmm. and the prison system and mm-hmm. and uh, racism and you know like it's it's doing more than any other Rocky movie in that way. Yeah. Let alone your average Rocky movie. Right? Yes. All right. Um, one more thing. My last thing, Creed's mother mother dies in this movie. And while I have mixed feelings on it as a plot point, um, as did Lauren, as did Mario, the death scene itself, or at least the last scene in which you see her alive, in which she is on her deathbed, for me was one of the most effective death scenes I've ever seen in a film. Agreed. Um, I don't want to get into the specifics because I don't want to spoil it. I do think that it is worth seeing and being surprised by. Right. I just, it could have worked in any film as just an incredible death sequence. The yeah. the concepts explored. Yeah, it. yeah. And it's very, very effective. and it, It's all handled. Devastating. So, so well. Yeah. And both actors are just, God, going for it. Yeah. So hard. And it's such a, it's such a beautiful moment that unfolds yeah. um, in such a heartbreaking way. And specifically, the fact that it doesn't end in her actual death of like a last breath. Right. You know, they do tastefully cut away before you kind of you definitely get the idea that like she's going, she's going. But then we just sort of leave them. It makes it all the more devastating because the idea of like living in that moment as Adonis does and then her being there afterwards and just dealing with her in that state afterwards, it, it feels more real. It feels more like how it would be in life. To take care of a parent at a late stage yeah. in their life. And it's, oh, it's devastating. Though I did not cry, I, I did. Lauren didn't cry either. I yeah. looked over at her, like mm-hmm. expecting her, because she cries at the drop of a hat. Yes, um, I guess that especially was my, at Rocky movies. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that was my yeah. first indicator that this yeah. one was not reaching her the same way the others were. This is an excellent time in which to discuss Rocky, I think. Yeah, no For, Rocky. No Rocky. There are two yeah. mentions of Rocky, <clears throat> both in the context of the fact that... Like historically. Right, because Damien is an unknown boxer as he comes out of prison. He wants his title shot right away and ends up getting it, which we'll get into why later, but ends up getting it and it is billed as a underdog story like Rocky. Right. And they make that reference a couple times that they can do this because it already happened in the past. But there is no reference to Rocky as a part of Adonis's life. He is not present at Adonis's mother's funeral. There are no photographs of him. No. Now, I do think this is purposeful. I do think that they are... I like to think it has nothing to do with bad blood. I think that they are trying to firmly establish these as Creed's movies mm-hmm. um, and not just a continuation of the Rocky saga. Initially, I think you, Mario, you and myself all sort of came out 
saying we didn't miss Rocky. We found ourselves not missing Rocky. Right. I didn't notice as the movie went on and on and I kept going like, so I think this guy's not showing up. Mm. And then as the movie was ending, the very like uh, during the fight, post fight, I found myself going, I kind of hope he doesn't show up. At this point, it would be, I think Mario used the Ghostbusters afterlife. I did. You did. Yeah. 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 No one wants to give you credit. There was a lot of not giving me credit when we recorded this initially. And, um... (laughs) But yes, no, I did say you, that. That's a perfect analogy because in that movie, yeah. as soon as they show up, it stops and they're just waving and blowing kisses. I didn't want right. that either. Right. I do feel conflicted and weird about not missing Rocky Balboa in a Rocky franchise film. But honestly, I I didn't miss him. Well, and I do think that the specifics of this story, it being such a personal personal story for Creed that has nothing to do with Apollo even... I do think there wouldn't, there's no spot for Rocky, at least no obvious spot. They would have to come up with a separate storyline in in which to include him. Unless it it were just a cameo of, hey, keep your chin up. Right. But (laughs) it would be weird because I think think you you floated the suggestion of like the movie opens with him retiring from the prize fight. Would that not be a perfect spot for? Yes. uh, That would be a great place to have Rocky like, hey, yo, kid, you did it. I'm going to go back to Canada with Peter Petrelli, whatever. Yeah. Uh, But once Adonis is, you know, the crux and the conflict shows up, it would seem weird that Rocky would elect not to come and support him in this. Right. And then as you say... Well, now we've got Rocky standing around and he's got nothing to do but agree with everyone else that it's not a good idea. Yeah. I I do think if he had been in the opening fight, the retirement fight, it wouldn't have messed with the movie. Right. Because the title, it's not the title hasn't even come up yet. Right. So it's like once that fight's over and then it says Creed 3 and the rest of the movie is just Creed's movie, I would have been fine with that. You were saying probably that Sly didn't want that you know what i mean would not have wanted to agree to something where he was so unneeded maybe i don't yeah. i don't know what the you know the internal baseball is i know he's not in it i saw in an interview he said he would be willing to do a fourth creed mm. without i think he's referred to some he used a pronoun i assumed he was referring to the producer Irvin winkler yeah who owns, yeah. owns the rights because he doesn't seem to have any like negative feelings towards uh michael b jordan or anything right. i think like you say, I think Michael B. Jordan and maybe Ryan Cougar were deciding we need to take this in a new direction. They mm-hmm. set up his his daughter as a boxer, too. She's mm-hmm. a fighter. Wouldn't be surprised if they were looking five, ten years down the road at continuing the franchise that way. Yeah, I do think if there's Creed Four, when there's Creed Four, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. she'll be fighting. Right. It. Thrilled to see who she'll be fighting. Yeah. Uh, and I think at this point, um, you can't, yeah, the only way you can have a Rocky story in a Creed movie that I can think of is Rocky's death. Right. And while it's a little, there's a little turbulence in the story when I'm going like, so we're not even going to reference, we're not going to say his name, not even a photograph. I'd rather just leave him out in the field. And if you want to bring him in for the death. Yeah. You know, you know, wish on that monkey's paw. Even just a card or flowers at the funeral from Rocky. Sure. Would have gone a long way. Agreed. To at least pay tribute. I, I it didn't upset me, but in retrospect, thinking about it, I'm like, I wouldn't have minded it's an that. Odd omission. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was odd for him specifically only to not be at that funeral. Okay, so transitioning, uh, I don't want to say into negatives, but let's get into negatives. Just Paul. just things that I would like to bring up in the movie that put it where it is on my list. I want to start, and this is not as much. This is not so much a negative. I just did notice because as transitioning from the subject of Rocky. To know Rocky, the specific way in which 
Sylvester Stallone's performance as Rocky moves us through a movie and specifically the plot points that are less flashy that we just need put out there to get the get the train running. He has an advantage at doing that because of that sort of like, well, hey, yo, just forget about it. Just like, I got to say this and then we move on mm-hmm. and I may, maybe maybe make a joke. And it's like it shouldn't work. It just does work. He's He's got. Because of the uh, his, way that character is set up. Something about his, yeah, his character, his eyes, his the way he is as an actor, he yeah. can move the stars with a sigh and a smile, and yeah. you just believe that, like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Versus, and obviously Michael B. Jordan is great, but I do think Michael B. Jordan excels at the emotional stuff. That is his, like, mm, those are his, like, the, the mother's death scene, anything else <laughs> that's emotional <laughs> emotionally charged and he, the tenderness with which he interacts with his family mm. his wife and his daughter those scenes are incredible uh really i don't have many i don't have notes for him performance wise but i did notice just something being a little more stagnant in the scenes that were just about plot we need to establish this because boxing business scenes you mean like do you mean like scenes where he's like trying to talk to Chavez, the current. Because yeah. it, I, I didn't get to it in the minute, but the the contender Chavez was meant to fight. He's the heavyweight champion of the world. Right. Oh, he, he is the heavyweight. Currently, okay. yes. I don't Even know though he's so works. small. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. Yeah. Him and Michael B. Jordan have the same job? That's crazy. Right. And Michael B. Jordan was lightweight in the first one, and he was still larger than this guy. So I'm a little bit confused, but whatever. Um, He was going to fight Drago, the son Drago. Um, and then he got his arm and hand broken at a party mm-hmm. uh, and then come to find out later that the guy, the assailant was uh, someone Jonathan Majors knew when he was in prison. And that was why he got his shot at the title. So yeah, very Damien underhanded. It's, yes. It's uh, it's revealed by photograph that they knew each other in prison. And so we can, as viewers put Make the pieces connection. together that Damien hired this guy. Right. My major issue with the movie is that a big part of Damien's story and how he gets to be the heavyweight champion is by cheating to some extent. Right. I, the oh, in the fight, yeah, he fights loose. dirty in the, in the actual fight. In the actual fight with Chavez, Damien uses several tricks, I would say four to five that we see as an audience and that are uh, referred to by the crowd uh, or the announcers saying like, boy, the ref really needs to step in. Like they even say specifically one move is elite. I thought two moves, two moves. were not allowed. And then the sh- when he's, he does this like punch top down shoulder punch thing. That's the Chavez, first thing. Which I th- yeah. I don't know if that was against the rules or But they refer to the fact that it was an awkward, awkward punch. punch. And I don't know if they mean like, oh, he's not doing a good job. Or if they mean like, oh, that's borderline. Yeah. We don't allow that. But I guess it's like it that it muddles sort of how boxing works to me and i guess that's fine maybe it's just this complex but it's like if the point of boxing is to beat your opponent however you can and you can get away with illegal moves by just getting docked a few points but if you knock them out you knock them out that's worth all the points (laughs) then there's no reason for everybody to not fight like that outside of honor or, you know, professionalism. Sure. And Damien, we, it's very clear, is not a professional. That's sort of what they keep saying. He's dangerous. Nobody sort of wants him to do the fight. And Creed pushes it forward because of his own guilt about what happened in their past. Yeah. On paper, by motivations, all of it works for me. I do think that there are just things in the movie that are treated vaguely, specifically for me. They never talk about Damien's skill. 
he was the best before he went into prison. And when he comes out, all they ever really say about him fighting is he shouldn't because he's mad at the world and he's dangerous. But nobody ever says like, but he has great technique. His, his, he's got a great right. He's got knockout strength. You know what I mean? I, I wish they would have gone into a little bit more what it is that he does well because then I would could have been a little bit more worried for Adonis in the end. What I think is most firmly established is the ways in which he's not ready for this and he only uses dirty tricks to get ahead. I believe that the movie's intention is for you to take his excellent record before prison, mm. the fact that he was teaching Adonis how to box, and then we see Adonis use those same techniques mm. later in the movie. Um, to that is meant to sort of package in he can do it, and then I suppose that like Donnie's, and clearly uh, by his body he's been working right, and he at, looks like Jonathan Majors, so right, we, right. Anyone who looks like that, we all sort of assume can do something in the ring. Yeah, more sure. than me. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also supposed to you're supposed to read Adonis like the fact that it's not brought up, sort of like taken as read. That is my assumption on the movie's behalf. I will say as a point, yeah, taken. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, to get to heavyweight championship of the world in 2023, but it's a little bit, I mean, because I understand we're doing Rocky again mm. in that way, but it its it just seems like there would have been some stop gaps on the way, uh, especially with how many people were worried about him, you know, and what he might do. And, and to get to that fight and have no concern whatsoever, given his attitude and what he's like and the types of tricks he pulls, even in sparring mm. practice that he could win by these means seems pretty short-sighted because they, even though I understand Creed is blinding himself with guilt, none of them seem concerned that Chavez won't win. When Damien they, they, they assume that Chavez will win. Will win. Yes. And that Damien will, Damien will just be like a danger in the ring. And right. Who knows what he'll do. He'll put up a good fight, but right. Yeah. Yes. All that to be said, that is not, oh. I think my actual issue is that I think I would have personally been more compelled by the notion that Damien just is the best. Maybe he still is more brutal or, or more merciless than he should be, mm -hmm. than anybody thinks is good form. But if he were just the best, as he had always been the best in Adonis's eyes, even before prison, then I would be more worried for Adonis in the end, because then it is officially his hardest fight ever. Right. Whereas how I felt going into this fight was, well, he'll beat him because Damien, <laughs> to some extent, doesn't know what he's doing. Right, too sloppy. As well. He's, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I would say two things. One is that I would not be at all surprised if there was like a 230, 240 cut of this movie mm. that does maybe flesh. Because this movie, even for a Rocky movie, it does a lot. We see yeah. a lot of big events there are multiple subplots happen and yeah. it's it's a tight two hours. You're not going to be bored. I will. I, I struggled to find a good place to pee. Mm. And I'll say that the place I found to pee wasn't suit. When I came back, I was definitely missing stuff. Mm. Um, so it's good. But you do. Yes, I do agree that some stuff like that could be more fleshed out. It didn't bother me particularly because and the, my next point is that in a Rocky movie, things get played a little broader, a little more montagey. A little more tropically. Mm. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, yes. This is a good point to bring up a, a, what was a big um, issue for both you and Mario. Mm. Actually, maybe I'll just let you do it. Which one? The now it's time to win moment. 
Yeah, so that's that's a good one because that's one I I do agree with you guys on. Yeah. Um, and I, I really love the movie. But at the end of the fight, spoilers, by the way, at the end, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, at the end of the fight, you know, they're going, they're going. It's beautiful. The, you know, the crowd goes away. The bars fly up. The actors who played them as kids are in the ring now. And that sequence ends in an incredible Two-way punch. Oh, two, they punch each other at the same time, and yeah. it's beautiful, and yeah. they fall, and it's it's a wonderful fight. Um, and the whole time, you know, Adonis isn't getting any tireder. Damien's not getting any tireder. Mm-hmm. They are just going, 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 and it is intense. And then Damien knocks him down, rather. He hits they, him in the hits him in the chest. chest. And, like, it's yeah. a, he, like, fakes him out. Um, and when Donnie takes a swing, boom, right in the gut. And it he, he plays pain so well, Michael B. Jordan, because mm. his face... As anyone who knows who's been in a great deal of sudden, particularly significant pain, he looks surprised, yeah. which is the first thing your face does because yeah. you didn't know. All his breath leaves him. You didn't know yeah. you could feel that way and not be immediately dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's more awake to be. Um, so it's wonderful. And he's on the mat, you know, and he's, you know, you've seen a Rocky movie. It's blurry and sweaty. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at Tessa Thompson and all the sound goes away and she says, get up, yeah. D. Yeah. And then he does. And you're like. And then okay. he wins. And then he wins. And then he yeah. punches Damien in the face and Damien uh, goes, d- goes down. Yeah. And um, even while I was enjoying my movie and having a great time, I did in my head just go, all right. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> so we go. that's how that one goes. Moments later, it's yeah. over. I have done a little more. Like he gets tired or there was some trick that Donnie knew or also, someone was getting tired or. And here's another out. thing. In that fight, Damien's not trying dirty tricks. Yeah. I was anticipating him trying dirty tricks. They even say it. They set him up to do it. Yes. However, I would have been fine with, in lack of that, it being built up to this idea that all he wanted to do this whole time was get to fight Adonis because he felt this fight was owed. Mm -hmm. And if they had sort of emphasized that more and it had been two men's journey toward this fight that needed to happen for both of them, which is ultimately what they establish yeah. at the end that he was going to fight fair just to say i'm better you know right. I, mean, he, he, I am actually better than you that would have been cool but right. they didn't he'll and use, so it just he'll seems use dirty little... tricks on everyone else but right. on adonis he's like i gotta beat him clean he does do he is it is clean he doesn't do tricks but right. it is weird that that's not a part he doesn't say that no it's not established between the two of them and there's a lot of buildup with his character wielding a gun in adonis's face punching him in the eye at a party yeah that it's like there is bad blood and he'll there's no line. He he'll he'll yeah. he'd been in jail for two decades and now he's a heavyweight champ. He, there's no line for him. He'll cross them all. Right. Except when it's for all the marbles. Right. Right. Then Which it's then it's honor. Could have been interesting. I'm just it, but it wasn't done in a way that was clear right. to me. I also on the other side of that like with the gun, I do understand and I it makes sense that he would be a hard man. <laughs> having been in prison for 18 years and an angry man and a bitter man, yeah. resentful man. But I do think that there are a few things in the movie that make him, that pro- project him as a bad man that didn't necessarily need to be so on the nose in that way. And when there's a lot of buildup to what Adonis did in the past that he feels so guilty over, that you when you ultimately find out what it was, you've kind of known since the beginning. They just kind of lead you along to believe that you don't know what happened, and mm-hmm. then you then you're like, well, we do right. kind of know what happened, and it wasn't that bad. Of you know what I mean? So I just felt like a little more nuance, a little less Dame bad, a little a little less Adonis very good. I would have liked to see a little bit more of an even 
build up to this fight because you're still going to want Adonis to win, sure. but it would be a more complex issue. And because the whole movie is a little bit more complex, I think I would have liked it better had it felt more like that. You know, I don't necessarily disagree. I guess I just, f- I feel like those things could be turned up like 10, 15%. Mm-hmm. You know, there's little things you could do to change those things, but I feel like the movie for me is doing enough on its own that I, those are, those, I can meet it halfway on those things. Like the, the, after the fight, there's this incredible scene and I yeah. know 100%. No, very little evidence, but I know in my heart that it's because Michael B. Jordan likes anime, mm. where you have the two of these guys sitting in the locker room, not mad at each other, having a conversation, taking uh, ownership and culpability for what they did, and then forgive the other one. Yeah. Like, because that's, and you can make an argument, and it'll sound just like this, here I go, that that you don't have that moment in the ring where he, like, earns the knockout or whatever. Yeah. Because the big battle, the hardest punch, is the punch of forgiveness, Paul. Well, and I loved that scene, too. I, it did, I didn't work for Mario, and I do understand that also. When the scene began, and Dame's attitude was now one of humility, and complete forgiveness of Adonis, which his is the harder forgive, sure. in my opinion. It could feel a little out of left field because all you've seen of Dame up to this point is I'm coming for everything. Yeah. But I, because Jonathan Majors is so good. He's so good. He's so good. He, he, he brings complexity to this scene and he made me thrilled at the idea of growth for this man and it made that man all the more real Mm -hmm. so i really appreciated that about it so i agree with you definitely on paper i'm into all of it i just there were a couple other things i thought that if they had done a little less vaguely if they'd done a little less classic rocky style you know like good guy bad guy It, it it would have worked a little better. I thought Adonis not going to see him or reach out to him at all for 18 years because of guilt for running away that night. I understand there's some reason for that, but 18 years is a long time. And the degree to which they showed how close they were, like spending every day together, brothers, it didn't play for me, especially because I was waiting for the reveal of what actually happened to be what sealed the deal. Like that there would be something where... Uh, Dame got out of prison and then was too rough and went back in Mm. and Adonis didn't want to be a part of his life anymore something like that Mm -hmm. but they didn't do that and Mm -hmm. so it was just felt like a it just felt like a big decision it didn't that didn't sit with um wrong with me at all because uh he was Michael B. Jordan Donnie was so so young when that happened and he was in the system and he knew Damien because they were boarded together you know so they were boarded together that's why they were so close he was a kid he ran off Damien went to jail. He got put back into the system. He was in a juvenile detention center when Felicia Rashad found him. Like, But the implication is that Felicia Rashad is keeping letters from Adonis yeah. that Damien sent, which yeah. that's the implication for him to be upset by that is that he might have answered those letters and, and kept in touch with sure. Damien. So the idea that he never crossed his mind to do so without those letters, it didn't play for me. That place for me. I mean, how many people in our lives would we be surprised to find out would love for us to reach out? It's different when you are part of what gets that person sent to jail for two decades. Oh, I, I, Adonis is responsible to some extent, although it is Damien who has the gun and that's right. what he goes to jail for. Adonis beats up a man yeah. 
and that's what that's the that inciting ca- causes the yeah, yeah. Uh, the in escalation. any yeah it it doesn't completely fall apart for me it just didn't play for me in the emotional way I, I needed it to, at least in this. Feeling. Well, I mean, he does get mad at his mom for it. And she yeah. does. She does take ownership of that as well, which I, I let her off the hook. I was like, no, you're doing fine. You're trying to raise that kid. You're doing Parenting's great. hard. Parenting's hard. Yeah. You're a single mom. Yeah. Yeah. Apollo's gone. That had to be hard on you. Yeah. I yeah. get it. I get yeah. it. So is it, I, you know, it was addressed. Yeah, it was addressed. I'm just I don't know. I, I you know I was thinking about something you said. Um, when we recorded this the first time, there was this um, seemingly subplot set up where uh, Damien is talking to Tessa Thompson. We, um, none of us can remember her name. Tessa Thompson. It's crazy. No, uh, I mean, obviously we remember the oh, actress's her character's name. name? I'm saying, I, yeah, we can't remember her character's name. Um, she, you know, as as devotees will remember, she is going deaf. She is a musician. Mm-hmm. And she has, as of this movie, had to retire right. from performing and switch to producing because her hearing is degenerated to the point that she wants to preserve it as much as she can. Mm-hmm. And Damien is kind of talking to her about like, yeah, but don't you miss it? Yeah, but the glory. Yeah, but someone else is singing your songs. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but. Yeah. And it does. I also had the thought great that it scene. seemed like it's great. They're both so great. He's yeah. so great. He's so good in this movie. Everyone. Yeah. Y'all go check him out. Yeah. But it does seem like he's trying to maybe put a wedge in the marriage or stir up trouble or you. it does seem you, you'd said that it seemed like something that was going to pay off later that didn't. I think that was Mario. Was that Mario? <laughs> that specific I was trying thing. To... Because I actually really like that scene between them. Yeah. I really like because I think the scenes in which Damien talks to her while he is, especially in the first act, which another thing I'd like to say is I felt like getting to the fight felt a little slow and a little long for me. As much as I enjoyed all the scenes, I just felt like because there was some complexities missing for me, I I felt like they were addressing some of the same things over and over again that I already got and mm. was re- just ready for the plot to get going. Didn't need to say that, but I've said it. It's out there. <laughs> In any case, the scenes with him and Donnie, I love the performance because while he's technically following the rules with Donnie and being humble and being like, hey, thanks, you know, blah, blah, for giving me a shot. You see behind his eyes that he's he's furious and resentful and like hates eating this. Yeah. Having to behave this way. However, when he's with Tessa Thompson, you see him more as a real man because he's not playing her no he's not right. playing her and you're saying maybe he is i don't know that i saw it that way or at least i didn't feel it that way because he just seemed like he was being mm-hmm. honest with her that's what i that was, yeah uh, that was the the notion that had been brought up and as yeah. i was thinking about it i was like well i felt like that was because like i said this movie why maybe the plot is taking a back seat and it's being a little long in the tooth before we get there is it's yeah. so much more character driven it's true yeah um and that is such a great character study of like how two different people handle the same situation yeah. or a similar situation. And you can see Tessa is doing it, you know, yeah. I don't want to say the right way, but she's got a more healthy mindset about it. And that's the person that Adonis is married. And you've got his old partner who is not handling it as well and who is obsessing over it and is dangerous about it. And you can kind of see their, their perspectives. Well, but, but another thing I really liked about their dynamic is I felt like, well, Everybody else in Adonis's life is looking at Dame and seeing him as a danger and sort of warning Donnie against it. She's not. 
because he's what he's presenting to her is more genuine, hmm, in my opinion. Interesting. She's not warning him again. In fact, it, it, even Adonis's mother is warning him against getting too close with Dame again, but it never comes up that specifically with Tessa. The scenes between Donnie and Tessa, who is ever the character's look, name is, yeah. we're going to feel dumb as um, hell in a second. I know. Are more about what Donnie is going Bianca. through internally. Bianca, okay. It, they're more about what Adonis is going through internally and how that affects their marriage and how they need to work through it. Damien, to her, like she, it, it's almost like she, I mean, she sees the importance of these two men reconnecting. Mm -hmm. Even though, I mean, I guess a lot of it, what comes up with her is she, he never told her about it. So it's about them. It's not about Damien right. when it comes to right. her. But anyways, I just really liked those scenes. I thought they were nice. They're great scenes. Yeah. They're they're all great. This is a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I want to say two things that I remembered from last time. One, since we're on him, mm -hmm. Jonathan Majors, exceptional in this role. His performance as someone who you shouldn't trust, mm. but is giving you zero reason not to trust. Mm -hmm. I would put up there with like Oscar Isaac and Ex Machina. Uh, spoilers and mm -hmm. um steven ewan in nope mm -hmm. um just yeah. both both all three of those performances you're watching and you're just like i'm so uncomfortable this guy is doing something yeah. with seemingly with nothing you're right it's all in the eyes it's all in the internals it's incredible yeah, yeah. um and the way he boxes he's got this like writhy yeah. kind of like wiggly squirmy snake thing about him he's blocks some, with two arms blocks with his arms yeah. like a plus sign in front of him it's so yeah. cool he's so cool yeah he's very cool another thing that made me not fearful for Donnie in that final fight is that what they give him in terms of how he, he he just has like a refusal to learn boxing you know what I mean and it, I yeah. thought it would have been interesting to see Adonis take some time trying to help him even if it was refused by Dame to be like I was always the best I knocked you out mm -hmm. Donnie doesn't even like sort of make the effort to do that with him. I think it's because he's staying away because of guilt. But at the same time, his refusal to learn was another thing that I was like, well, this is going to get him. <laughs> this is going to get him in the end. The fact that he doesn't want to learn how to box well and he's just telling everybody that's trying to help him, get away, get away, get away from me. I don't know. I, no, it, I hear you. Like, it would have yeah. been nice if, if, if he does fight, like he can win, but he needs to do dirty tricks. And when right. he's not doing dirty tricks, Donnie's, and because the whole, the whole time he's talking to his daughter, He's telling her boxing is not about angry punches. It's about focus and concentration, and, which um, is not something. Rhythm. And rhythm. Yeah. And that's not really something that comes up in an obvious way. Maybe upon a rewatch, I'll think differently. But my initial thought was like, pretty awesome fight. And then it no, <laughs> time to be over. Right. And speaking of rhythm and that exact thing you just said, this is a perfect time to bring up a, a, a spe very specific disappointment because they set up something really, really cool. Mario brought this up initially that he loved the way they showed being a boxer through Adonis's eyes, watching the rhythm of the fight, getting mm. into the one, two, three in the first oh, fight, yeah, the yeah. retirement fight. You see that he's yeah. going to beat the man because he has the rhythm he's using figured the mechanics. out. He's yes. not afraid to take a few hits because he's trying to get that guy to overexert his. Right. What is and he can find his opening. And he can. Yeah. But the way they start that is the first fight you see in the movie is actually Damien fighting as a young man before he gets arrested and he is watching the rhythm of the fight and he notices something about his opponent and then he turns to Adonis in his corner before the round next round starts and says checkmate because I figured this guy out I'm gonna take care oh, of him right, yeah. then Adonis says it in the retirement fight checkmate I've got it I figured this one out love that love that carryover what I was expecting next and what I wanted what so badly checkmate? next 
Well, I wanted four checkmate. Well, no, I wanted three. Rule then you pointed out a four. Oh. Because uh, what I wanted specifically, what I was looking forward to, was a really nice scary moment in the Chavez fight where Damien says oh, right. to Adonis, checkmate. And then Adonis knows, oh, oh no. shit. Yeah, 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 he's about to do this. Then you said you wanted Adonis to say checkmate at the, at the end, end in yeah. reference to Damien. I would have loved both. Either, both. Because then right. it would have been Damien, Adonis, Damien, Adonis. Uh, they didn't do it ever again. <laughs> I don't know if maybe uh, there's like another cut of that. Maybe that was yeah. in it or something. I also want to point out, since we're on him, the, the Chavez entrance oh, sequence so with cool. the yeah he's got the smoke and the skull guy in the suit and he's got that like it, poncho on fucking badass the fact it made me laugh just internally because it was so cool i didn't make me laugh but the fact that the skull guy comes out like dancing yeah i really wanted him to just be chavez <laughs> <laughs> like take the head off and to just also be a great dancer on his way to the ring but you know of course yeah you gotta, you gotta look tough you can't you can't do the skull <laughs> dancing thing. Yeah. they talked him out of it they're like put the poncho on put yeah. the poncho on yeah. it looks cool we know you got moves but uh, save it for the after party that was very cool. Um, and another thing I really like, um, just in discussing the differences between Michael B. Jordan's style and Stallone's style, and where that that was, where maybe Stallone had a nice edge. Um, something that I really like, not that I don't love Rocky and Adrian's relationship. Sure. It's amazing and I love it. It they has love each other so much. Yeah. It has that, and if you'll pardon my pun, Rocky start. Mm-hmm. where that that scene where they actually get together that's like kind of the dark mark on the whole franchise you have to tell people mm-hmm. like it's gonna play kind of bad let's just get through it um but i really love bianca mm-hmm. and adonis's relationship there's a great scene in the third act or whatever where they're like really really fighting donnie's not opening up he's drinking and he's shutting shutting bianca out and he's like i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it um i don't have time for a therapy session or whatever. And she blows up and says, well, what do you have? Let me know when you do have time for What do you have time for? Yeah. yeah. And then she sits down next to him. I fully expected her to storm out as I would have mm-hmm. because I have a huge I Yeah. Don't you dare. Yeah. But she sits down next to him and they just start talking it out. And he doesn't get up and like continue to push her away. Yeah. And I always loved from the first movie, from their first scene together, their relationship is always fighting for each other, with mm. each other often, but yeah. for each other. And yeah. it's fucking beautiful. It's great. Let's go yeah. watch Creed 3. I, I, I'm going to start at Rocky 4 <laughs> and make my way there. That's going to be my plan. All right. Well, we've done this really well, this redo. So let's, uh, you want to talk Unsung Heroes? Hit it, Paul Jr. Unsung Heroes. I mean, I remember what they were. If you, I don't remember Lawrence. I do. Or Mario's. I'll see. I'll go in. We'll go in order. Lawrence was the lady sitting behind you who audibly gasped when Amara uh, Adonis's daughter's crayon drawing gets ripped in half by the other mean little girl, which is what starts her fighting storyline because she punches her. That was so cool. That was Lawrence. Immediately stood up and punched that little girl in the face. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Not to Bianca, it wasn't, but... Not to Bianca, yeah. but... But you were next. Do you I remember was, yours? I do remember mine. There mm-hmm. was a woman in the final fight, I believe, as Adonis comes out and, like, says hello to his family. And this lady is clearly an extra, but her experience as an extra is aligning perfectly with the character's experience she's playing. And she is just in her pretty dress, 
full face of makeup. She's glammed out, holding herself on up. Huge smile, just recording Michael B. Jordan talking to Tessa Thompson. Um, and then I, I was so focused on her, I didn't see what the other actors were doing. But this woman, she gives a little, like, double punch with her fist. Like, yeah, go get him. Go punch. <laughs> and I was like, you are having such a great day. Yeah. I'd love to see that video. And I assume Twitter. Michael B. Jordan was awesome to her, as he seems to be to, to all. everyone. Yeah. He is the champ. Yeah. Long may he reign. I wonder if he will fight Chavez, <laughs> if Chavez will want his oh, shot back at the belt. Oh, interesting. And he'll be mad at him for putting him in the... Probably that won't happen. No. Because they're friends. Probably won't happen because I don't think the guy who played Chavez is a... He's not like a name actor we all know. Right. He can't be the next... And he's small. I mean, no offense. I'm small. Stallone was small, though, compared to... I, this guy was even, fought. like, built small, though. You know, I mean, I yeah. guess that does not, it's not everything. Creed beat <laughs> Dame. <laughs> Right. Um, so Rocky beat Ivan Drago. Uh, well, did he though? Did That's he? my question. Well, also think about this: the two real fighters that they've had in the Rocky franchise were not huge, cut muscle dudes. Mm. The Connolly guy and um. That's true. The guy from Rocky Balboa. Right. Um. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I don't know how the it human isn't, body works. It isn't works. everything. No, mm. me neither. And this, which is a perfect transition to my unsung hero, because as the I human body pointed out, well, as I pointed out before, when it comes to boxing. You know, in the training sequences, you see, you gather enough from watching them hit the guys holding the paddles to hitting the bag really fast. <laughs> like, you have to become superhuman in your speed and in your coordination and all that kind of stuff. I understand that, though I do not understand the mechanics of it. However, my unsung hero is this movie was the first time I thought to myself, boy, it must be hard to take those mouth guards <laughs> in and out of your mouth with a big glove on. How do they do that? So I just found that a fun thought to have. I, I noticed that. It looks like they must have their fingers sticking out the, with the no, ease they, with which they I don't do know. it. I think they're just used to it. Yeah. Remember when his tooth it. came out? Yes. God. Was, yes. That was, was Mario's. Did he, did he ready to do Mario's was the city of Los Angeles, which I disagree was unsung, but <laughs> but his unsung villain. Slap it, Paul Jr. Unsung villain. Scout. Oh, yeah. Was the sweat on off of Adonis's back when he took the gut punch in the final fight. Right. And it was like a slow-mo Because they zoom cut in. to his back to show the sweat flying off to yeah. indicate the force. Of Mario And, and the was, sweat looked fake to Mario. He, he said he, it clearly was not done in camera. Right. That I didn't. That didn't stand out to me. So I right. don't know if it was or not or how good it was. Um, so look for yourselves, listeners. Yeah. And tweet at Mario. Right. Tweet at someone. Mario. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Leave, leave us alone. Leave me be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. Mario yeah. loves the attention. Yeah. Oh, that's true. It's true. Uh, Mario, it's I'm so sorry about this uh, episode being gone. You you were great. You, you were did a great, great job buddy. talking. As he usually you do. does, though. He's really, yeah. he's really Well, we're going to have him back. We'll have him back for um, Son of Kong down the road. Nice. He loves Teaser. King Kong. Yeah. Oh, he can do. Mario describes a theme park ride. Oh, yeah. Because he be worked great. at Kong. That'll be great. Oh, man. He's going to be so excited listening to this. Yeah. That's your treat, buddy, because the episode got lost. Yeah, and I'm going to put you in the poster. Is it okay if we talk to you like this? You like it when we talk to you like you going to work? You going to go be a grip? You going to be an elect? You going to run that board? Hmm? All right. Well, <laughs> unless you got anything else, I think we did it again. I think I, I think we covered everything. This was really comprehensive. Yeah. And this flowed Helps really when you've good. done it. <laughs> You know exactly what you said the first time. We should record all of these. Lose any of those points twice, I think. Yeah, that's maybe two that's two hours per. Hey, if whole we, group first if, time, just you and me the second time. If you've got the time, the OGs. Yeah.
Thanks for listening to the follow-up showdown. We'll be back next time with a continuation celebration of the Indiana Jones trilogy. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can write a review and follow us on social media at the follow-up showdown on TikTok and Instagram and on Twitter at FU Showdown Pod. Mm-hmm.